1: It is a magnificent Football Monday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. It is You Better You Bet. And it is you here with us on the BetQL Network simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. You're watching us on Stadium right now. We appreciate you. And we got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way to get you set to bet and win this weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. 20 minutes from now, Eric Eager stops by from Sumer Sports. 40 minutes from now, we'll have a conversation with Will Brinson from CBS Sports. We'll get their expertise, their early thoughts, bets, and analysis on Super Wild Card Weekend. Drew Dinsick next hour joins us from NBC Sports. Drew will talk Super Wild Card Weekend, and Ken and I will continue to give you our early analysis of all the games coming up this weekend. So, Jake, please bring the music back up. Up. And, Ken, without without further ado, let's get back to it here with the first game on Super Wilds card weekend, which is the Browns at the Texans in the AFC South Memorial time slot 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So, Ken, as we were going to break to end our number one, you were saying that you think the Browns more likely to win the game than the market indicates. Maybe you'd lay two and a half with the Cleveland Browns. For the people that have just joined the show watching on stadium and for our regular listeners and viewers, do, do you think you're going to end up laying this two and a half do you think it'll last two and a half? Because we're we're almost at three. It feels like like already here. So kind of like, what's right. your strategy with betting this game uh, for people out there that agree and like the Cleveland Browns?
0: Yeah, just I'll look at the kind of the market as a whole right now. Uh, there are definitely already threes on the board. There aren't a lot of them, but I think that's kind of where we're headed. Um, you know, obviously we can get some injury news that that can prevent that I think the Browns are likely to come in a little better than you'd expect obviously they rested players yesterday like Miles Garrett got a week off and Joe Flacco got a week off and Amari Cooper got a week off and like several of these players were dealing with injuries even going into the last couple games of the season I feel like that's a a big benefit honestly um well obviously the Texans had to be kind of all in you know they would have loved to have given Will Anderson a week off for example as he like continues to deal with his ankle injury and he plays like 10 snaps a game um so yeah like he's great also like how much is he even playing in this game I have this problem with the Texans in a bunch of ways like you look at the season body of work for both and this will be true in in almost all the playoff games even like DVOA some of the publicly available data like pro football reference like I'm just trying to think of the stuff everybody sees that people can relate to you look at the differences between the teams as reflected in all those the point spreads are going to basically the only game where there are two games where that's basically not true where the point spread doesn't reflect it it's chiefs dolphins because of the injury stuff with miami and it's eagles bucks because of the eagles and how weird they are going into this postseason Ma- where Ma- there's, there should actually be right where there should actually be uh the bucks should actually be favored if you go by all that stuff and they're not and we can talk about why when we get to that game but the other four games where there aren't those concerns where there isn't like some weird injury thing happening or there isn't the defending you know nfc champion but they've lost all these games in a row it's like yeah that's the difference between the teams the problem is that's not what the Browns have been for like a month. They've been much better than that. And like the Texans, yeah, like Stroud didn't play in a couple games. There's some of their stuff is impacted. We, I don't even want to talk about the first meeting between these teams. Stroud didn't play in it. Like it's just, you know, the, the Browns won handily. Flacco played very well, scored a billion points. Also, like it was 16,000. Amari Cooper had 8 million Mills. yards. Right. Right. So, you know, I guess there's stuff to take away from that. I guess the thing would be like the Texans have now seen the Browns offense with Flacco and only a few teams have done that. So at least maybe that provides like a small bit of, you know, advantage or something. But the first meeting isn't that great. It's more just, okay. in this mini run, the Browns are on with Flacco starting a quarterback. Do you take that as like that's almost a new team? It's like, well, that that was Browns one the first 12 weeks or whatever. And this is Browns two and Browns version two is better than this number just the way that they played can they keep it up can flacco keep playing like this can they keep protecting um you know can cooper keep playing like he is can the defense play well on the road sure there are questions just like version two of the browns is is better than this number i think and uh and it's one of the reasons why i would like them in the game a little bit
1: i'm uh, resisting the urge to make a joke about brown two. i think i think i'll be able to do mm-hmm. it uh like i didn't call them d- number I mean, two
0: i called them version
1: who who does Kevin <laughs> Stefanski work for. Uh, so Cleveland like less than a three point favor right now. I think it's our expectation that this will go maybe gets bet back down, but I think we'll hit three right at some point, some point throughout the week. I I like I like Cleveland in the game, and, and you did a great job, Ken, bringing up in the first hour. And I think it's something that a lot of people will talk about because we have a lot of instances of it in Super Wildcard weekend, like quarterback making his first career playoff start against a guy who's been there and done that and flacco it's a 16 start super bowl 47 mvp i don't know that stroud is the like the typical like mason rudolph is like another one of these quarterbacks like the two things are obviously right. not the same and stroud for what it's worth and it's not the even same jordan thing
0: Love, even jordan not, the, not the, the same like thing
1: that. yeah um we saw stroud in a playoff game, now it was a college football playoff game, but played the best game of his college career. Like, basically what got him as the second overall pick in the draft was the way that he played against Georgia last year, right, in the uh, the national semifinal. So maybe Stroud could play a little better than the average quarterback making his first playoff start. I just kind of think the Texans, personnel-wise, are up against it a little bit in this game against Cleveland. I think the Browns are better. Really well coached. Flacco's been there and done that. Uh, I like the Browns at any number below... Three, which is where we're at right now. Ken, is there a teaser conversation to be had here if the number is going to be two and a half? Two and a half with Stroud, with the thought being like he's good enough that the Texans don't get blown out. And is there anything to do with the total, which currently sits at 44? And if not, we can turn our attention to the Chiefs and the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, the teaser thing I'll do first. If we think the number is going to go to three, then one of the worst things you can do right now is tease Houston, because uh, you're going to pay a huge price for something you're going to get in the market anyway, for free. Um, which is a more advantageous number on the Texans. Like, why would you tease two and a half to eight and a half when they're about to be plus three and 15 minutes? Like, why would you do that? And there are already threes on the board. So you're just, it's just not worth the price if you like Houston in the game, that plus three and pay no tax and don't have to pair it with another game um, for it, you just. I think sometimes people forget how much you pay for those six points. You pay a huge price. So just if you like Houston in the game, you can go find a three right now. If you like Houston in the game, great. Like the the thing that worries me, people be like, well, it sounds like you're making a really impassioned Browns case. Like what scares you, Stroud? Duh, <laughs> like he scares the crap out of me. <laughs> he's he's really really good and uh, and he's shown an ability to overcome honestly a bunch of stuff that the team sucks at like they're not very good at a lot of things if people haven't noticed like did you notice when they tried to run the ball against indianapolis in the second half of that game on saturday night that's what puts Stroud in the position to have to go win the game is that they couldn't do any of that like did you notice that with anderson not playing they have a lot of trouble generating a pass rush did you notice that all of their pass defense metrics are absolutely miserable in every way flacco shredded this team a month ago everybody's shredded this team to a certain extent so just like okay but Stroud overcomes a lot of that just like great quarterbacks always overcome a lot of that stuff and you put him in a playoff game where he has to just lose close or win to cover a number yeah like it's it's worth considering taking him just i don't too early and i think the rest of the team is not very good and i think the browns might be a little underrated if it's this recent segment is reflective of what they're now maybe that was flash in the pan momentum and they're not actually as good as those four weeks Maybe that's what, it, and it could be that too, by the way. They could show up. Flacco does turn the ball over. Like, it's not like it has to go great. Um, just, I kind of have to take for the Browns at their word for how they played for that month. And, uh, and they're probably a little better than that. So uh, anyway, that, the Houston teaser thing is just, like, just go shopping. If you like Houston in the game, don't pay the huge price. And then the total, it's kind of like, all right, is there any reason to believe Flacco won't just do that again? And now Stroud's playing. I would never bet the under in this game ever. Uh, I don't know if I would bet the over 44 is probably really close to how it plays out a lot or just kind of an average outcome. But, uh, but with what we've seen from the Texans defense, no way ever, uh, am I going to play an under in a playoff game with them?
1: We'll uh, we'll do more on this game. When Ken and I return to the show, we're off Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll be back on Thursday. And we'll give you, we'll see how the market has moved and we'll give you more takes uh, to Ken's point. Total is Uh, I think opened 43 and was bet up to 44, and that's where we've sat since it opened. All right, so that is Cleveland and Houston. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Magnificent Football Monday. Eric Eager joins us in 10 minutes from Sumer Sports talking all the games. But for now, we move with our initial handicap of Super Wild Card Weekend to Saturday night where everyone's going to be really mad that the game's on Peacock. Uh, I personally don't care. I I have Peacock, so, like, great. No no problem for me, but I I guess I get where people are coming from. Uh, With the Chiefs and the Dolphins, Kansas City... A a three-and-a-half-point home favorite against Miami. The total here is 44. Miami obviously loses on Sunday Night Football to the Bills. Not only loses the AFC East, but now has to go on the road to the Chiefs. And Miami dealing with tons of injuries on both sides of the ball. The defense feels like an utter wasteland at this point. Chubb and Phillips already out for the year. Van Ginkle gets hurt, has to leave last night's game. We'll see about Xavier Howard. We feel like he'll probably play, but we'll see over the course of the week. We'll also have to wait on Waddle and Mostert for the Dolphins on offense. And the Chiefs sat a bunch of key players yesterday at their 13-12. What a stupid game, fake game, win over at Easton Stick, Gift Smith, and the L.A. Chargers. Also, uh, the temperature's expected to be, like, absolutely frigid on Saturday night. So here's the Dolphins offense. As Tyreek Hill does return to Arrowhead, though it's going to be interesting, right? Uh, going to be very cold for Tua and the Miami offense. So KC, Ken, 3.5 against Miami. Total is 44. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank for Saturday night.
0: Yeah, just this is one of the two games of the six where if you kind of like look at the two teams on a sheet of paper over the balance of the season, you're going to come to the conclusion that they are extremely closely rated. And there's almost no difference between them uh, in terms of, you know, like DVOA popular metrics that people like to use. Uh, just, you know, they, they do it different ways, right? Like the Chiefs the Chiefs this year have been much more kind of like weighted toward defense. Like that's their strong unit this year. And, and the Dolphins obviously offense just in terms of how they played this year. And then you look at the point spread and you go like three and a half and there are a couple fours in the market also. And you go like, well, that's crazy. I, I actually think it's so much worse even than the market has it implied right now uh, to Nick's point this has a chance i think to be one of the three coldest games in the history of the nfl postseason like we're not not hyperbole uh there's a, a an extreme cold front that's going to go through kansas city around the time of the game almost assuredly and the like median temperature is going to be like two like that's not wind chill. just like it's just two and then the chill is like negative 78 or something like that i mean it's really going to be brutal Let's take a team from South Florida and put them in that situation with a quarterback who's folded in every big spot anyway. What? How do you think this is going to go? And they can't rush the other guy who just happens to be the best player of all time? Ne- not never in a billion years would I bet Miami in this game. And I was prepared to, in a lot of situations, bet Miami in this game. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, what if, what if they look pretty good against Buffalo and they escape healthy and it's three? Oh, and, it, and the weather's 38. Or something this just seems like the worst draw you could possibly have and i'm not saying like laying kansas city is the best idea it's built into this this is like two if there's there's no difference between these teams over the course of the season it's what is unique about this game right now it's the injuries for miami and like there are so many of them they should have a very significant impact on the point spread it's uh, honestly, the fact that Kansas City got to rest some of their prominent players yesterday while Miami was playing that all-in game last night and now has a short week to travel. Like, these are all incredible disadvantages. It's Tua's also, first start and it has to against said, Mahomes. It's the, it's the Tua first. Tua, this is his first playoff start. And you can be like, well, this is different. Like, he's an MVP caliber player. Okay, point to the game this year where he's looked like one in a big-time game. Point to one. The MO of this team is fold in a big spot. It's what they've done literally every big spot. Dallas is the only game that you'll point to and be like, see, got it done. And Dallas is them in the NFC. Just the spider-man meme with them pointing at each other i don't know how you would have any confidence of this team winning this game that doesn't mean they can't win the game or it can never happen i just don't know why you would bet on it (laughs) that's what i don't understand like i don't know why you bet on them to be competitive honestly the way that this is going to shake out uh now the chiefs have a host of problems they can't catch the ball being among them they fought they are bad in the red zone sometimes so there's a way the game gets close my best guess is just the chiefs are gonna win the game a lot uh, and I need to figure out how to bet that if I want to. but this is the way that this got set up kind of stinks because there's just I think there's just no way you can play Miami in the game now. I don't think there's just any way maybe this can improve over the course of the week. Maybe Thursday forecast better, injury report better. You get better news, but it, it can never be Miami. It's like it's only Kansas City if you wanna lay this kind of number. Uh, dude, it's it's brutal. Like it sucks.
1: Uh, I talked about it last week on the show. I was saying I kind of hope I get this matchup. Because I'd be interested in betting the Dolphins, like I, I, I and we even talked about like what, what, what are we going to need to bet to get three in this game? Because Miami looks terrible against Buffalo, and like Waddle doesn't play, but then the defensive injuries, the weather, how it went down last night, and it's just I, I, I was Mister like wanting to make a case for Miami here. How, how is this not the point spread in the game? Kansas City favored by more than three. Right. So like I. I don't know that I want to lay three and a half with Kansas City. I I think I, oh, I I reserve the right to change my mind, but it's really hard to disagree with the notion that it's just like, it's never Miami in the game. It's like, how do you want to play Kansas? Which sucks. Because yeah. I want to play the Dolphins.
0: Miami's super well, like one of the most well-coached teams. We like this team. It's just, this spot is an F-minus kind of spot for them. But it's not that they can't win. I just, again, I just don't know why I'd bet on it at this price. That's my problem. Yeah. I'm going to lay Kansas City, or I'm going to do nothing.
1: I, I would like to spend the next like 48, 72 hours trying to talk myself into it. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get there. Yeah, Coming we'll up see. next, we'll find we'll find. out yeah, we will. We'll find out what our pal Eric Eager from Sumer Sports thinks of all the games on Super Wild Card Weekend.